0: This is the Heartache to Hope podcast, where we get real about infertility, IVF, and pregnancy loss. I'm your host, Anita Thompson, and I have been through the hell and back journey myself. So this is your safe space, where you will hear incredible stories from ordinary women, have become extraordinary through their journeys. You'll get tips on how to manage all that is thrown at you. But above all, you will know that even though we didn't choose these circumstances for ourselves, you are part of an incredible supportive community and you aren't alone. Think of this podcast as the giant hug, the glass of wine or the cup of tea that you need when you didn't realise you needed it. Hi everyone, Anita here. So the podcast is back. The old me would probably have apologised for being away for months and not recording, but where I am now, I am not going to apologise. In fact, I am going to be unapologetically me because the truth is I needed a break. I needed a break from the podcast and from all things infertility. If you have followed my story, you will know that after about five years of trying multiple miscarriages, IVF, an emergency hysterectomy and surrogacy, Dean and I drew a line in the sand this time last year. Our surrogate wasn't pregnant after our fourth and final embryo transfer to her. Could we have gone again? Yes, absolutely, and probably a few times more. But where do you draw the line? It wasn't just the financial side of infertility and IVF, it was the emotional side. And for those of you listening who are living with infertility, you know. You know the immense roller coaster. You know that you live life with the blinkers on because your focus is having a baby. I felt like I wasn't really living life, not fully anyway, not in the way I should be. So with that last round of IVF I did, I needed to tell myself it was the last round, no matter what would happen. And so when we weren't pregnant, that was it. And it was, of course, devastating. In those first few weeks afterwards, I was understandably an absolute emotional wreck, And then it was Christmas and I was a Grinch. I didn't even put up a Christmas tree last year, uh, which was terrible. And then I started 2022 thinking I was okay, that I was moving on and moving forward. But boy, I was wrong. I didn't even know it at the time that I was actually having a break from all things infertility related. I literally just went on day by day, not even realising that I was avoiding everything infertility. But with that came avoiding all the trauma, avoiding all the grief and avoiding all the emotions. And instead, that avoidance became anger and it built up and built up. I started drinking more to avoid having to sit with my emotions And which, of course, doesn't really help and only makes you more angry and resentful and behave in ways that aren't really you. But I did turn to alcohol as a coping mechanism a fair bit, and I'm not ashamed to say that. I did what I had to do at the time to get through. And I did all this because I wasn't dealing with the trauma and grief. And I'm not talking about just all the parts of the trauma related to infertility. And there were so many traumatic experiences over those five years, believe me but I'm also talking about all the past trauma I have experienced as well that I didn't deal with. My mother's passing in 2020, my sister's passing back in 2007, and even as far back as abandonment issues with my dad as a child. I only discovered all of this once I started up therapy again in May this year. So the first half of this year, when I thought I was okay, I was not okay. Okay. I thought I was okay, but I was not okay. I had a major identity crisis. I lost who I was. I had no idea who I was anymore. I lost friendships, close friendships, and I take responsibility for part of that, although I do now understand why I behaved the way I did, but I also now see that certain people, unfortunately, couldn't see past that and realise that it was the trauma and grief doing all of the talking for me. I am in no way making excuses. I just now see and understand why I was the way I was then. When you go through trauma and you are trying to make sense of it all, you do need a support crew for the ups and the downs and everything in between. This infertility shit can make you go stir crazy. But the reality is that some people who are close to us, and you are probably experiencing this or you have experienced this, when our journey starts they're close to us but they're not there when it ends some don't lean in and ask if you're okay because you are behaving differently some think that the trauma is only just after the actual traumatic experience when the truth is the trauma stays with you and can show up again and again when you least expect it when sadly i had people who dismissed me and ghosted me i reached out but had nothing back from them which in turn i now know was a massive abandonment and feelings of unworthiness triggered for me but that is their prerogative and frankly that is life some friendships have been mended though and they are stronger than ever because of love understanding kindness and empathy and some new friendships have formed which has been really really special so since may i have been working on me I have been trying to work out who I am now without the infertility and without the focus on trying to have a baby and without the rainbow baby. I have been looking inward and understanding that self with a capital S is about all the parts of me. It's about all the parts of us. In therapy, I have been working on uh, IFS, which stands for Internal Family Systems, and I'll probably do a special episode on that soon because it has been, I think, the primary part of my healing journey so far and has played a huge role in allowing me to forgive myself and find compassion for myself. It is about recognizing all the parts of me. The triggered parts of me, the emotional parts, the protected parts, the frustrated parts and the spiritual parts. There were so many aha moments during these therapy sessions. I get goosebumps just thinking about it now. But I think the catalyst was the loss of one of my oldest friends who I had known since we were six years old to suicide in August. Without going into the details, it shook and still shakes me to the core. It hit home how precious life is, how short life is, and that we only have one life, and so we must live it. Through this tragedy, I have reconnected with old friends, which has been incredibly special and has helped with my healing journey as well, and I have put a lot of things in perspective. I almost lost my life in 2019 in that surgery which led to the emergency hysterectomy. It was that close. My friend is no longer here but I am. So I need to make the most of it. I don't know why I had to endure all the shit I have. None of us know why we have to endure all the shit we have. And although I have done so much internal work the last few months, I don't think I will ever make peace with it all. And I'm still working on myself. I am definitely a work in progress, but I need to turn all this pain into purpose, as they say. There have been some really weird spiritual moments for me the last few months that I want to share as well. And only recently... When I was asking the universe whether I should just turn my break from the podcast and all of this into a permanent break or whether to start it up again, I literally had three emails in the space of a week from women who said they found my podcast and how it really helped them on so many levels. One woman even said it was her lifeline for her in the week that she lost her baby. I asked the universe and it gave me her answer incredible. So here I am back with the Heartache to Hope podcast to bring you all stories of ordinary women who have become extraordinary through their infertility journeys, because through all the darkness, there is some light. You aren't alone. I see you and I hear you. I look forward to sharing many, 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 many more episodes with you. Thanks.